0: On this day, January the twenty-second, two thousand and eight, having drawn the first leg on one this day, the the 20th, right. 1951, On this day, January twentieth, nineteen fifty-one. On this day, January fourteenth, nineteen seventy-eight, a jump. On this day, January the seventeenth, nineteen sixty-eight, Martin Chivers makes his debut for Spurs. If you're interested in the history, landmarks, and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day, and White Hart Lane rough. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily miniseries dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash show. patreon.com slash
2: The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
0: Hello, welcome. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are around the world. It's the Spurs show. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. Lots to talk about because we are in... A title. We're in a title chase now. We're chasing the title. Yes, you're all sitting there going, no, don't say it. Don't put the mockers on it. But we are. Let's start believing. Believing with me, hopefully, tonight. Returning, Abby Summers...
1: Hello, thanks for having me back. Thank
0: you very much. Thanks for joining us. You found it eventually. Dave <laughs> Edwards is back. Good to be back, Mike. Thank you, for me, nice it, to see you. And Rob Nathan is here. Hi, Mike. So, let's, we'll obviously talk about uh, what for the Newcastle, the two sort of tight games that we won, still no draws, and then we've got Leicester coming up. And then after, we're going to sort of go through the fixtures coming up. It's I know there's, what, 13 games to go? But we're going to sort of briefly look at where we might lose points, maybe even draw, heavens forbid... Um, and see if we can end up um, winning it. Who knows? Especially after the Liverpool result. yesterday, they were. They were awful. Uh, before we start, just to remind you, we do these wonderful monthly uh, events, live events, with ex-players and sort of celebrity fans. Uh... Really and we had yeah. if you haven't listened to it, go and listen to the Terry Naylor one. It was last last week. Absolutely brilliant show with Terry Naylor. Just go to season.spurshow.net and it's like a tenner a month gets you two tickets, like five for each. And the next one is February twenty-first with Peter Taylor, and then March twenty-sixth with Norman Giller. And hopefully next week we'll be announcing our end of season guest. And fingers crossed that they sign the contract, it's a goodie. I'll tell you guys afterwards. <laughs> uh, so yeah, do so do that and don't forget we've also teamed up with lab books. Um, plenty of specials go to bet.spurshow.net get a free 20 pound bet go and have it on Spurs to win the title I know they come in from 25 to 1 now 16 to 1 Ooh. so Abby we'll talk about the games individually but you know you've been going a while now and all that you you know you're sort of a passionate Spurs fan that feels feels the pain the shame sometimes can we do it
1: well I mean I've been going to Tottenham since I was eight yeah. so from where we were and what I've seen over my lifetime, there's obviously been a progression. Um, do I want to say we can do it? I, I believe in my heart. I want to say we can do it. My head says a completely different thing. Because you're a typical spouse. Obviously, because I'm pessimistic and we're all <laughs> pessimistic. So that comes with the territory. Um, I think that it's feasible that we can do it. Be <laughs> diplomatic. I'm trying to be as diplomatic as possible because it will just come to bite me in the arse if I'm not. I'll bite all of us um, in the arse. Don't worry so like that. I'm not getting too carried away. I could have got carried away at Christmas, probably more than I am now, you know, when we went second and then we lost to Wolves. Oh right, yeah. Um, I think I got a little bit more carried away then. So now I'm a bit more um, I wanna say humble's probably not the right yeah. word, but I'm just not counting any chickens. But we can definitely do it. I mean, like we said yesterday, I think we all saw the Liverpool game. Um, I don't think they were very good. No. I think not, not that at they all. struggled really against Leicester as well mm-hmm, the other night. Yeah. Um and that goal should never have been allowed. The excuses are coming out, as we've all seen. The grass is too long. The snows come down. In yard, lots of yada, yada. Injuries, injuries. Yeah, talk about injuries. Yeah. Funny one. Yeah. Um, so I think it's wide open. City are obviously completely inconsistent at times this season. Mm-hmm. We've seen they've obviously lost. I think it's four. They've, and they're they've still lost. They're in every competition, yeah. um, and they're also in every competition. And obviously, they've both got Champions League as do we. Um, I think that there's a lot more twists and turns to come. Mm. Um so I wouldn't rule us out. No, I think we're definitely a not just a dark horse, I think we're like a dark, dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> um there or thereabouts, but I think that it really depends. If we can keep grinding these results out while there's no deli, no harry, no stadium, no mm. signings. I mean it's very possible. But according to
0: reports now, if you believe that, well, we've seen the pictures and the videos, it looks like Harry and Delhi will be back earlier. The, the club always said they'll resume training beginning in March. It's looking like they could be playing by yeah. Beginning of March Yeah. I mean,
1: I've heard they could be, like, I think Harry could back, be back for Dortmund. Yeah, I think which that's is pushing
0: just, it. It's pushing yeah. it. That's
1: next, that's next Wednesday, no? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, next Wednesday. Um, So I think once they're back and if we continue just picking up these points while they're away Mm. and then let's say we hypothetically also move into the stadium when Mm. we all assume it would be the Palace game fingers crossed Mm. I think that there's no reason if we can keep that run up until that point why we couldn't win it
0: Yeah No you're right but I mean Rob we've been going for long with each other for many years there's something that Abby said there, and it's so true of Spurs fans. You know, she just said, we believed in December we was going to do it, and then you lose. And you kind of blame yourself. But I know from social media and doing the show and me tweeting stuff like we're going to do, it, people immediately go, oh, don't, you put the mock... mock. We're not, put, not me individually is going to... I'm not going to lose us the league. You're not going to lose <laughs> us the league. We kind of think in our heads by getting above ourselves, then we lose, oh, so it's my fault. Oh, it's the hope that kills you. I keep doing it. But, you know, facts are facts. You know, we were on our best... Most Premier League wins we've ever had. Best uh, thing in almost in history of no draws. Um, I think we're about ten, eleven points ahead of where we were last season. Normally, by this stage, what we've got, if you continue this run, I think it's like eight out of t- eleven seasons we would have been easily top. Why not?
3: <laughs> because, like you say, we we put the mockers on ourselves. We put, I think. We've, if there were actual physical mockers, we would have had so many on us that we'd be uh, weighed down by it. I, I, I don't know. I think the next. Well, there's two things. I think the next four games are crucial because we need to to win the next two: Leicester, Burnley, mm-hmm. and then it's then it's Woolwich and Chelsea. That's correct. Yeah. So if we got ten points out of those twelve. And then we're into the last nine games of the season. That's when the the real run-in starts. Mm. If we've got ten points and the others will drop points, then I think we have reasons to be cheerful. But, you know, (laughs) died in the world. You just know... But the reason reason we're like
0: this, though, is because, you know, in our lifetimes... We've never seen it. And I've said this many times. My one ambition for the rest of my life, even just once, is to see Tottenham, I actually start welling up, i saying. Yeah. I just want to see us win the league in uh, my and, lifetime. And, and we That's had... it. That's my only ambition. I've got my kids. I love them. I have to do very, very <laughs> well. I, I, they're, they're doctors, whatever. But it's the dream. Yeah,
3: and uh, we were having a conversation on, on our WhatsApp group. And there was something we were talking about is this sort of inherent... Thing about Spurs, and is it because you know I've said that is it no coincidence that we've lost the last seven semifinals? semifinals is yeah. it because there's something within our makeup mm. that that one of the guys on our group said we should get someone next manager should be someone like Benitez? We should get a Roy Keane type figure <laughs> playing. We haven't got winners. I know LaRice is a World Cup winner. Look. Is that something that we that that we miss? Is that the reason that we're not taking it to that next step? That in our club there's just something inherent that we don't have that winning mentality or that winning physicality that the other clubs might have i don't know that the players once we lose you know and where is the leadership where is that person who is dragging them up by the, the scruff to take them to the winning line and maybe that's why we've fallen short you know in fa cups and in the league on those couple of
2: occasions but Dave,
0: you could argue we've got that look at the last two games
2: yeah i mean you've got to look at sun as a shining example. And uh he's he's he come flew back, from, back. flew back from uh, a, that tournament. I think he
0: came back on a Sunday or Monday and was playing on Wednesday. And, and yeah and he,
2: played he played the like whole a leader game? as well. He played, the whole game he played like a leader. Certainly most of it. And what Abby said that like, one crucial word was belief that mm. I think the squad actually have belief in themselves. And that's a yeah. difference that in my time of going to Spurs we've very often lacked back in the day. I mean, you say about wanting to see us win the league before the last two seasons. The closest I'd seen was 1987 mm-hmm. with a uh, David Pleat team, yeah. and uh, and that funny was...
0: mention 87 because when Rob was talking there about what is it that going back all those years, that was a, a, a sequence of games where. I think we sort of became Spursy. For, for younger listeners, we played Arsenal in the semi-final of the League Cup. First leg, we won at High b one nil. Clive Allen should have won more. Yep. Second leg, we were one up. We were two nil up in aggregate. And Willie Morgan, bless him, who comes on the show, was told to read out yep. where you get tickets to the final. And we were going oh, all over. We then lost that two one. Went to a, a, a replay, and again, I think we were heading that replay as well and lost two one. That was when Spurs fans started yeah. going. Oh, I God, believe maybe there's something here that if
2: I recall as well in the replay, it was three minutes before the end, before we we were behind in that tie. That's right, mm. Ian Allenson, All didn't yeah. he? Yeah, that's right. yeah,
3: and a big yeah. shout out to uh, our friend Danny Greenberg in Israel who cried his eyes out did that he? night. I think many of us
0: did, <laughs> you know. But that's it, well, that's 30 odd years ago, yeah. yeah. And you can argue there's 30 years, okay, we've won. Oh God, and an FA Cup once and a League Cup twice. I mean, that's that's where we're coming from. We won three trophies in that time.
2: But yeah, what, three what trophies? It's what, awful what were you saying about that like that? About the mentality of the players in the semi-finals. Again, even this semi-final against Chelsea. Um, I think we were very unlucky to, to not come through that mm. Ty. I mean, we were missing big big players. The one 0 win at home, we were probably a bit fortunate in that game. Mm-hmm. But mm. that second half performance at Stamford Bridge you know where we, we got it back level ones any other season we would have been through with the away goal rule mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: but that's it's a kind of <laughs> spurs that's, luck that's isn't Spurs-y. it we keep going back to the yeah. same thing
2: yeah, and it's, it's how do you break things you can, conspire
0: against you can see Pochettino us. press conference bristling getting annoyed by jerno sort of saying all this and fans as well I don't think thank god he doesn't he's not pounding he's not on social media thank, thank god. god I mean, would have left ages ago but there is something in that but again you know look at the we, off air we talked about the Fulham game um, which we turn around the last minute. But even the Watford, new, new, Watford game last Wednesday, when yep. we were yeah. goal down, you're like, oh, God, you know, came back two goals in the last 10 minutes. Newcastle, last goal with about seven, eight minutes to go. It's very
1: unspursy. This is unspursy. It's unspursy. We're in new territory here yeah. because y- you don't expect that from Tottenham over the years. I mean, I know that. We have obviously developed a lot and there is a much better mentality. We don't have a, a soft belly, as you will, um, that everyone used to associate us with. But, I mean, it is... When she, when you go one nil down in that Watford game, where I think we were pretty dominant for even mm. so in that first half, um, and then to come back and do it, and then Fulham, you know, I think it was mm. like the 93rd and yeah. forty seconds and something, and you don't expect us to win no. that at that point. I mean, I think you said you did, but I didn't. <laughs> um, so it is something you haven't seen before, but... What everyone always says that the first trophy is always the hardest. Mm. So, is it a case of just getting something somewhere? I think. But that's
0: why so many Spurs fans of a certain age were so upset with going out in the, the FA the, Cup the and the League Cup. And Pochettino's is obviously thinking, I've got a lot of injuries. I'm, you know, this this team has stretched the limit. He's obviously thinking long term. As we talk about these thirteen games coming up. We could be looking back and go, God, thank God we are not think, still in the FA Cup. I think it's like picking your, picking
1: your battles in yeah. a way. You know, we don't. We we have a big enough squad to mm. handle what we've got going on but if you're in four competitions i think we will see that city mm. who, who are still mm. in all four will who
0: are kind of expected to reach the champions yeah, League and they final. Are
1: ex- exactly with that it's a, as well it's a
0: disappointment with that money that they don't
1: that they don't but that i mean i think they'll struggle being in all four competitions so if they mm. would struggle imagine yeah. how we would struggle especially with the injuries i think mm. and again i think you touched on it earlier about um about the chelsea game you know we were actually in fact probably unlucky to go out in the way we did yeah. had Delhi have been fit or even had Harry been fit I think the penalty situation would have probably been different mm, yeah. um, but again yeah the second half I think we we, we battered them same as United we didn't deserve to lose that game um, which was obviously unfortunate
2: yeah, but true. Yeah, you, you would probably that argue one.
1: that there are other games throughout the season we probably didn't deserve to we did deserve to win and we, yeah. and vice versa yeah, we, we...
3: We definitely deserved to win against Watford and Newcastle just because of the way they were set up and and, mm. and we dominated possession, sort of sixty seventy percent possession. But you know, I'm not understanding this. But we're not playing well. We're not we're not playing good football. We're not playing football as well as we played when we were chasing.
0: Leicester. Down. We're not playing as well as in that last season. No, no, Heartland. we're not. We're when are at home, yeah, and yeah. we're just oh, some wonderful and, games. And, and wonderful games away from home. You're right, and yet we're up there. That, but that's the
3: worry: is that slightly better teams, and, and will will Leicester away, Burnley are still scrapping for points. Will those two games become pivotal? And, and I think it's always glass half empty with Spurs fans, but. If we can get through those, and there's no reason why we shouldn't. We, like you said, Dave, before that, that we hammered Leicester at their place earlier in the season. We beat Burnley at home, just. But we're better team. We're better than them. If we don't win those two games, we don't really deserve mm. to be in that. Because it, because now it's got to the point where the top teams have to beat the the bottom fifteen uh, fourteen teams. They have to. If you start dropping points, then you're not going to win the league. So. Mm. You can lose against the, the bigger teams, but you've got to win. We've got to win on Sunday, and we have to win. But the
0: other thing, tennis. Dave, is that, again, looking, okay, let's step back, calm down, we're all talking ridiculous stuff. The race for top four, which, you know, last season we had a bit of a blip. We went and had those games. We had to beat Newcastle at home, Leicester, and, and we did it. I don't know who made a good run. This season, when you look at it, I think we're now nine points ahead of Arsenal. Mm uh and sorry 10 points ahead that's of arsenal point. and nine ahead of manchester united who are in fifth with better goal difference so basically you know that you know obviously is, is, is more points than uh, well you know we should be looking up rather than behind which for spurs we're always kind of a bit worried about you know we lose that oh god they can so much, we finished fifth on the new stadium
2: on the champions league
0: that's how good we've been and consistently good the last few seasons
2: you know it is. I mean, and I think it comes down to stability. It's for the first time in a long time we've had a stable management, yeah, and and we've a, had stable a stable team. group of players. Yeah, know,
0: best players haven't gone anywhere and
2: yet. Rob was saying about um, you know teams grinding out results. The, the good teams that do win things grind out results when they're not playing well, mm-hmm. and we're managing to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's we are one step away, literally, from going that. That little step further. We, we're grinding out results when we're not playing well. We're going to lose games when we do play well. I.e., the United game. But we're getting better and better.
3: Um, which... And what is significant is that when we were in those chases and the whole putting the pressure on bollocks, the 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 press were championing us as the as the you know we should be doing it now. That we're, there, we're completely written off. The press don't even want to, you know, it's Chelsea, it's, uh, Manchester City we failed, and failed Tottenham Liverpool... choked, Tottenham
0: yeah. lost the league. No, we didn't. I don't think we ever topped
2: that season. We, we were. not We never we even weren't. top. And, you know, the fact was that when Leicester won the title was when Arsenal Chelsea... Got le- the t- Arsenal were leaving yeah. at Christmas. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Arsenal were leaving Christmas. at Christmas. But Chelsea were the champions and... They lost the title <clears> to <throat> Leicester, not us. Yeah, and you know, is it that they they surrendered the title against us to Leicester? But that was we the... were never ever top that season.
3: But but now the media are discounting us which might work in our favour I
1: think it's definitely in our favour for them to not get on the bandwagon and let them I'd rather be where we are now than top yeah 100% let City and and Liverpool fight this out between them and let us just carry on doing what we're doing try and pick up as many points as we are get everyone back fit yada 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 and come the 31st of March I think we've got City I've got Liverpool that we've got Liverpool that weekend after that result then let's (laughs) I think then let we can call ourselves in my opinion contenders because i think we have to come through the whole thing even if i believe in my heart we could do it at this stage Mm. for me it's still too early because we've got a tough run between now and the end of march especially Mm. and then after that we've just got city and
0: well let's 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 look at these games now after this very very short break
2: The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
0: And we're back. Right, um, just for the break, we'll talk about games coming up. Uh, just to remind people, Rob mentioned before, we've got Leicester at home, Burnley away are our, our next two games. Liverpool, Bournemouth at home, probably should win that, I think. Manchester United away, they've got. Where United are playing, and the hatred between the two, I can see United winning that one. Man City, Everton away in the week, Everton awful, Chelsea at home, you never know we're going to hit Chelsea, you know, so immediately you go, okay, and then after that, as you mentioned, we've got Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, Liverpool got Watford at home, Everton away, Everton away, Mm. local derby, Mm. you know, who knows, Man City slightly easier, West Ham at home, Bournemouth away, Um, then we've got Southampton away, who hopefully are kind of safe-ish now, Palace at home, not safe-ish, uh, but I think we'll do that. Liverpool next to Burnley at home, then us, which is obviously key. Man City, Watford home, Man United away. Man U, Man City. Those games there, everyone's dropping points. No one's winning all those games. Absolutely no way everyone's winning those games. And it just shows you, if we then get it between to a two-point deficit, which, why not? Um, with that where you mentioned the Liverpool way, then we've got a run. Brighton at home, who'll be safe. Huddersfield at home, relegated. Then the Man City away game could be that's key it. to probably not lose even, mm. not lose to still then. not be turning, out of it. I think
1: that's a turning yeah. point. I think if we still
0: come, to be in for a shout. We yeah, said, with I think April.
1: we've got our, we've got hurdles, but also they're the same hurdles for us as it is for yeah. them. Mm. Even though okay, they're at home and yada yada yada. But mm. I think that if we come through the Chelsea game, which yeah. I think personally, I think we will. Um, hopefully someone will be back fit. <laughs> It'll be good. Um, I think Arsenal, I, I can't see us losing that, I'll be honest. I can't see what happened in, in December happened happening again. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think the Liverpool game, I think will be really telling because I think if we get something out of that game, mm-hmm. then there's no reason you should fear City. And I think that that's, those two games will be a big turning point in all three of our seasons because someone somewhere is dropping points mm. Um and I think after that... And for up.
0: once, we've got a good running. We've got yeah. West Ham at home, Bournemouth away, Everton at home. And Liverpool got Huddersfield at home, Newcastle away, who might still need something from that game. Wolves at home, who probably go for a Europa League place mm. for that one. And City have got Burnley away, who will be fighting probably to stay up. Leicester at home, winnable. Brighton away, we'll hopefully Chrissy Hewton will do us a... Do us, do us a favour I haven't winning the lead by two points
2: <laughs> I'll take that all day long
0: you know I just think it's it's kind of closer than the most anti-Spurs pundits are seeing it Rob I mean why not you know it's, it's like you're looking at me like I'm crazy but as I said City and Liverpool don't you know as I said City Chelsea at home tricky game United away tricky game Spurs at home tricky game Okay, you can argue there they've got three games, very tricky. Liverpool, United away, Spurs at home, Chelsea at home. They've got three tricky games. We've got Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, Liverpool away, City. We've got four tricky games on paper you know everyone's looking me like that. Yeah, that everyone's now believing you see everyone's going in the head like oh, like right. you said
1: everyone is beatable on their day I mean you would never have expected City to go and lose to Newcastle last week Absolutely. so even though we say oh they're just exactly so the ones you just called out are tricky games in all f- in all f- matter of fact all of them are tricky because you don't know you just don't know what way things are yeah. going to go I
3: think I think the other variable that comes into it is how well we do in, in the Champions League because we've got two big games against Dortmund. Who we, we are a,
0: a wonderful team. Yeah, amazing, top of the team,
3: amazing team. Amazing team. But if we do get through that, then it's like, oh, shit, can we dream about, can we dream about oh, Champions oh, League? I can't go of that. And then everything else. through that. But, and what then we've got two more
2: games. The title, World of Champions League. Well, you take, you take the title. you take the title. The title, yeah. Title now. yeah, yeah but,
0: you know, we
1: haven't won it. Baby, it baby steps. Baby, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: You know, I think, because Liverpool got... By Munich, who aren't as good, so Liverpool think can get through. Who have a bad City got? PS, not PSG. City. PSG, isn't it?
1: No, that's no, United Liverpool. City. Oh, United got PSG. I don't think. I think, I think it's think quite. I've got, a... have they got Schalke.
0: Something like that. It's more of a winnable game. Schalke. I think they'll go further th- than us in it. Dortmund two legs again. It, if you assume there be no Harry Kane, no Delhi Alley, you kind of go. This is going to be a tricky one over there.
2: I thought Dortmund, when we played them the other year, were the best team I saw that season. But this this, this is a better said, Dortmund. Yeah, the this third. is a better Dortmund. That's yeah. even more worrying. You know, yeah.
0: but you know what? If, if I'm in with, if we go out, I think we play March third or fourth, the second leg. Mm. If it means going out and we've got three, six, seven, seven, eight games left to the season, and we're still within three, four points, I, I, I'll say it now. I don't mind. I genuinely don't mind going well, out. Well, that's a if massive factor because if if there are just be Saturday you know, Saturday. We, you know, one game a week, effectively. Yeah.
3: What? What do you know? City are in all four trophies. What, what do they give up because their squad is a, is mm. a bit stretched as well? They've got an amazing. See, they they beautifully mm. destroyed Arsenal on on Sunday. But but if they're if they're playing and they get through to the Champions League quarterfinals, semi-finals, which they should, then do. then that's two more games, four more games, FA Cup, and Carabao think,
0: Cup. And I think if you're Man City fan and you said. Do you want to retain the league or in the Champions League, they will say Champions League. Because yeah, they yeah. haven't yeah. won the Champions League and from the money the Arabs throw at that club, they expect the Champions yeah. League. Okay. Yeah. I think that's that's the case. Liverpool just happened to win something because it's it's obviously been a long time. Well they haven't won the title since nineteen ninety. Um, years. Yeah, a long okay, time for a game it, a club that's yeah. it's <laughs> a club that's meant to be so massive, you know. So I just think that's why I I, I generally think we we've Injuries aside, I mean, as you said, you know, we've been doing this without our best two players playing, and without mm.
1: playing well,
0: and without, and you know, I thought Eriksson was really poor against mm. yeah, uh, he poor. Newcastle. He didn't play well. I'd tell one player that. I know we talked about Sissoko on the show, but I'll tell you who I never quite saw what everyone was going crazy about, but I thought was excellent. was Harry Winks. I I thought Harry Winks was absolutely brilliant. Who doesn't go
1: crazy about him? Well,
0: a lot of people sort of, because he was in and out of the team, he he was playing brilliant and then he got injured. And then when he came back, he wasn't as good. I mean, he came out in the paper and said that he's still... He had an ankle operation, and it's still hurting him. I think and he's playing through the pain. Battle. From what
1: I remember, it's one of those injuries they can't figure out what yeah. it is. I think it's just a chronic thing that yeah. just he'll have to just play through. But yeah. I think he's great. I mean, for his yeah. age, I mean, is he just turned twenty-one or, 22? 21 or twenty-two? Mm-hmm. Either yeah. way, I think he's he's I think he's great. I yeah. mean, seeing I would, him at Madrid last year, he yeah. he looked years yeah. above above I his age. I think
2: is that thing with Spurs fans, especially Spurs fans of old. You get a homegrown player, and they like to knock him. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, you used to get it all the time back. In, John Pratt was a prime example. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knocked him, but he was mm-hmm. there week in, week out. Mark Falco, mm-hmm. people knocked him. Harry Winks, I think he's a fantastic prospect, you know, and he's at his age, as you say, to be doing what he's been doing against Real Madrid last year. Um, he rarely gives the ball away. He, he, he did a couple of times at the start of Newcastle, but he fights to get it back. But you talk about
0: young players, and again, another one I thought was great at the weekend. And again, he's not talked about much, is Davison Sanchez. I think because he was, you know, £42 million, but he's a young kid, kind of been in and out, depending on how we we set up. But again, I thought he was really, really good. You know, a couple of games, he's got muscled out, and yes, he's made errors, don't get me wrong. but Yeah,
3: he's susceptible to, to the odd error, but the way he played against Mitrovic, who has been fantastic this season, and the way he played against Rondon you know it 's tough because he 's been in and out the side with injury as well, but when it 's that big physical battle yeah and there 's the odd slip he made a slip against Fulham that let our uh, ball through, but sanchez has been has been really strong this season it mm-hmm. 's been really immense, and you know he 's definitely justifying his well which now isn 't a huge fee in the grand scheme of things yeah.
0: is it? Seems that Van Dyke was seventy five million yeah. and obviously we ought to talk about Hominsung, who now has been linked with. Maybe even getting player of the player of the year, which should be you know this you know the football writers or whatever, you know this again was a player that I think we got for like fifteen million from Leverkusen. I think was it twenty two. Was, mm. was it Leverkusen? Yeah. yeah. And was sort of in and out of the team. I think early on we weren't quite sure where he was. Obviously he's had to go and play international football on and off, but to come back. What I loved about the goal on Saturday. It was almost that kind of. Oh, well you could I mean, it was again. It was freezing cold. It wasn't a great crowd. No atmosphere at like that Wembley, anyway. But the way he hit that ball was like I'm going to fucking do this. Yeah. And it was just the way. Well, and also Llorente. Well, you know, played. To, I mean, that was the other thing about that game. <laughs> he, he didn't start, and we're whacking these high balls into Mora. That header, awful oh, first God. half. But then when Llorente comes on, I mean, the way he just. Held that ball off the defender, sort of, you know, chested it down. Son lovely first touch.
1: I think with Son, I think that he's just so lovable. Yeah, like absolutely. you you just can't hate the guy. I mean, yeah. he's left us twice and <laughs> you still can't hate him because yeah. he puts in such a shift for the team that I mean, imagine if he hadn't have come back. Do you think mm. we would have won those two no, games? No, no. Absolutely
3: not. I, I oh, was like. I was driving home Good yesterday morning. and for some inexplicable reason I turned the dial to talk sport and Adrian Adrian Durham Durham was talking about I
1: turned it off the
3: player why Son shouldn't be in the top 30 players for the sports rights and he was so adamant I'm not sure what, what what language threshold we have on this on this yeah, podcast. As much as but, you want, but but Adrian Durham, Absolute is the prick. world's biggest sea in the mm. w- like, it's just I know that he does it because he has to justify his shock jock thing. Yeah, but to talk about, so, he, was, he was his two players that he was justifying were better. Was Raul Jimenez at Wolves, who is a fair player, and David Brooks at Bournemouth. Oh, yeah. He was saying how Brooks was world class and Son shouldn't be in the top 30 players this season. I mean, so I, I think that as Spurs fans collectively and, and the tens of th- hundreds of thousands that listen to this podcast, that, that uh, please. Right in to tweet TalkSport drive for
2: that absolute hey, prick. I, I wouldn't even give the oxygen. I, listen, I, I, I live around the corner from TalkSport, so right. I could take the sex loads of male around here. But going back to Sun, um, I mean, he's got a one in three goal scoring ratio, you know, mm. and. um as Abi said, he's, he's, he's infectious as well. He's, he's got that smile on his face. He scores, he's beaming. And yeah. also, those attendances at Wembley, if he wasn't there, <laughs> they'd be cut by a third as well. That's oh, yeah. so
1: true, honestly. Oh, so many Koreans. You should, should have seen the other day in front of me, there were three rows of them. That yeah. was all that was there, me and three rows of yeah. Koreans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: But, but he, he, uh, you're absolutely right, Abby, That that without him, we probably wouldn't have broken down yeah those teams in the last two games Yeah. and yeah. for him to come back and Basing the passion the goals
0: out in the Watford one yeah. of game,
3: sort of got the ball one touch bang yeah, yeah. he strikes the ball so well and yeah. the, the passion he has and he exactly. is what, it's the type of thing that you used need to go that. and watch yeah.
0: players he, and he's still young he's only he's, about
3: 24, yeah, 25 but it, it, it's yeah.
1: exactly the passion you need to have yeah. that in your side you yeah. want to see someone give their everything on that pitch and I think mm. in past seasons or years gone by we haven't always had that they don't leave their soul on the pitch and you want those players I think Harry Kane is a perfect example of yeah. someone that does do that as well that, yeah. and, and actually Harry Winks I think is yes. the ones that actually know what the club is and what yeah. it means to them and if yeah. they are homegrown that's, it means everything to them and you want to see that especially going into this you know last kind of period of the season yada yada all that mm. stuff I think you want someone that does that and that you can see, he can change a game. He, you know, he, he, he does sometimes overrun a ball or take the yeah, wrong touch, of course. But they, I mean, they all do. But he brings so much to the team that when he's out, I think we miss him so mm. much. Um, and for me, he's one of the first names on the team sheet. Oh, I, I do
2: think it is a good call as well for the players' writer because, mm. as I say, he's an honest player you know he's a hard working honest player and he plays a game with a smile on his face and it's something that you don't really get too often in in modern day footballers very true well we've got um, before we look at the Leicester game uh, don't forget, we're now
0: doing this uh, additional uh, premium content on the Spurs show. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Spurs show. Uh, sign up. You get a daily Spurs news show, which means you don't have to scour all the crap papers that listen to the radio. Sadly, we do it for you. Match reports after each game. Some brilliant interviews with ex-players. Uh, this week, we've got one up there with Pat How, which don't listen to it with the kids around you uh, and all I can say is Aussie Articles won't be on his Christmas card list uh, Ian Walker next week uh, Don McAllister J- Jimmy Holmes coming up Colin Lee. John Duncan try it for a month patreon.com slash Spurs so I think the, the, the top one is like five dollars what's that three pound twenty something three quid a month uh dip in have a listen you really will enjoy it uh next week Theo Delane is here with ex Spurs player Terry Gibson mm. uh, Neil Ashby and Andy Linden uh right Sunday one thirty kickoff which again is annoying the fact we've got a Wednesday game and um Dortmund have got 24 hours more rest than we have we've got Leicester at home it's a home game isn't it yes yeah. yeah, so we won 2-0 there Rob what, how do you see that game going it's they're a, a, a funny team Leicester mm-hmm. aren't they yeah they did well the they, thought they played really well against Liverpool and the icy game should have actually won that game mm-hmm. they missed some really good chances yeah
3: I think that when they've got a, a full team I you know obviously Vardy is, is a quality player Chilwell I
0: like I like Chilwell like, Madison I think, I think, Chool, I think he's uh, good. Madis,
3: Chool, I yeah but I think I'm Madison bad. has made them tick this season Madison's a player that I'm sure has, has got a touch of the Spurs in him mm-hmm. he's, he's a quality player um of, of the last,
0: we'll sign. It'll last... Be the, he'll be the new David Bentley if we sign him. <laughs> that kind of player, in it But, but us um, yeah. it, It'll be the
3: toughest of of the four of the the four games that, w- that we've just had. Yeah. I can see us getting through because now doing all that hard work, winning the last three in the way that we've ground out the the results. I think that that we are due to to go and and put some goals past the team, and I think that. Leicester might just be that team. I think that we haven't done that for a while. Gone out, oh, got, nice. you know, when we've done nice against Everton, goal. get Two those quick goals. Yeah, It'll and to lovely. do that. So that's, that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. I predicted 2 1 against Watford and I was right. right okay. I'm predicting 3 0 against Leicester. Oh, nice one. Ooh. Dave,
0: I mean, I think, I think Liverpool play on the Monday. So, I mean, technically we could, by the time Liverpool had to go play on Monday, we could be two point, points... Oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally can't even say I'll it. I'll say it
2: for you. Two points closer to... <laughs> two, two points behind them.
0: What do, you, what do you think? Do you think it'll be another tight one?
2: Or as Rob says... I, I think it will be tight, but I think we will get a lot more space against Leicester than what we had yeah, I think against right. Newcastle and Watford. And I'm going for a 2-0. I also read in a paper today that um, Vardy's having a falling out with... Claude Pure oh really Mm. good and there's a lot of um, ill feeling there so that could be a factor yeah it could work either way but I I think you know we get a 2-0 win against Leicester it will be tough, but not as well, last, frustrating. Last, as the last season two was games.
0: that last that must-win game. No, it was a must-win game. No, I think
1: I think that was so we could finish third. That's
0: right. We'd already we'd Would already go, got the chance yeah, I think before, it was just a, that finish was a high. surreal game. That five was it five four? Yeah, yeah so it was.
1: I think mean, that is. I think the guys touched on it before. It is the best thing. That it it's one of those games that is open. You know, they're mm. not going to come and stick everyone behind the ball, when mm. you're just going to be trying to find space, it's going to be open, you're going to be able to play your football because they're going to play their football. Um, So I can definitely see goals and I I personally think that we will win that. I think it might be a 3-1. I don't think we'll get away with not conceding. Um, I just don't know why recently. I feel like we conceded in most games I feel like we do. We do tend to concede. I mean, obviously not Newcastle, but um, I just a pattern. I think feel like we have the odd mistake, whether it be Lloris or someone not marking someone at the back. Obviously, Kieran Trippier. Um, <laughs> sometimes some would say a liability on occasion um, but when you actually look at just to, t- just to touch on Kieran Trippier because I feel like there is such a big debate on really Twitter general, really pacific really Wilson. yeah, yeah. the hero of the England World Cup yeah, yeah. he and came now, back unbelievable as well, all the, the Burnley Beckham, just, the new, yeah, he had a new great
0: player just while he's in the topic all you know, of a sudden you know, I mean I, what I, is I, it I don't quite get it yeah he's done some made errors but not you know why is he enemy number one all of a sudden
1: would you rather have him or Aurier
0: well, very good question, because Aurier is certainly, you know, <laughs> accident prone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aurier's prone to doing something I think really stupid. I'd go
3: stupid. for Trippier, I think. I, I, yeah, I, I, I Trippier.
2: like Trippier. Yeah. I think he's tenacious. He, You know, he's a good crosser of the ball. Yeah. Um, everyone's entitled to make a mistake from now and again. I mean, Hugo was at fault for, yeah. you know, the goal against Watford. That's mm-hmm. right. And, um, you know, he's a World Cup winner. People but, make mistakes. But all this stuff, it's, going back
0: on is. it, is it? Really annoys me, this, this social media stuff. Before social media, you used to chat to your mates in the pub after a game, before a game, as we're doing now. It's like four friends in a pub. You get the papers, you'd get a bit of 606 phone in. That was it. You wouldn't have this sort of information overload mm-hmm. we get from idiots with, you know, 10 followers that have never been to a game, are probably 12 years old in their. You know, bedroom, and now having this sort of oh no, but and this sort of swell of agreeing and liking this stuff. It was never there before, and this kind of stuff is not constructive. And you know, if I was a professional footballer, I I, like I would not have a social media account. I I don't see the benefit of it. You get the you know get the the accolade of the fans that you know what's supposed to say White Art Lane, Wembley. Why would you want to look at this stuff and see? I mean, look, Sissoko, prime example of the hatred. that player was getting. Mm. Yes, he started badly. Yes, we didn't know what, what, what he was. But the amount of people now having to eat humble pie for the way they slag this player off, who, let's be honest, you talk about Son, Son aside, because Harry's been injured, Sissoko is probably up there for our player of the season, totally, if you're definitely. honest. He's got to be. Yeah. He's got to be. So this kind of character assassination of players, during back. a season, mm. wait till the end of the season, look back and go, we finished here, Well, yeah, but he didn't do so well. Not, not literally
2: during a game you're getting all this. But it goes back to what I said earlier, but we've always, you know, had a player that they love to hate at Spurs. Mm. And it's gone back ever since I've been going. Mm. And, you know, it's been Sissoko. Now it's Trippier. I think it's every club. Every club has someone. Going back
3: to, you know, 80s, when we had a whole team that we used yeah. to love we were, like, awful. <laughs> and, yeah. and it suddenly got to the point, I remember, yeah. bit, you know, the last time, the time before on the Spurs show, thinking, we didn't have any players. And you could sense those anti-Spurs Spurs fans who are thinking, oh my God, I can't find anyone to hate because we had almost this perfect... When we were challenging Leicester that, that, that yeah. season, it was like, who was the weak link? There weren't any. And it's almost a great, we found our hate figure in mm. Sissoko and now he's come good. Who else can we shift the attention to? And there is an element... It's always been like that with Spurs. Mm. The, the, before, like you said, it was enclosed in amongst yourselves now, they've, the got a, the now they've got now they've gone out and now they've got a mic to 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 say well trippier and it must undermine people's confidence mm. they can't be invisible to well, so so it goes
0: on twitter i mean you know and he's on it quite a bit well mm. or maybe his people are i don't know but i think it's him and you know he must have seen all this stuff you know and yet God he's come through it and just the sort of the driving runs now and yes he's still rough at the edges but that's kind of why he works is quite good because his well, our own teammates don't know what he's going to do next, so the opposition have got, haven't got a clue. I
1: think yeah. with him, it was just getting the basics right. I think he lost <laughs> so. <laughs> no, it's serious. I think he lost so much confidence, and I will hold my hands up and publicly apologise to Musa Saka <laughs> for slacking you off for however many years, Um because it was it, in, at times he literally would just get the ball and he'd, he'd lose the ball without even mm. going anywhere. But yeah. I think once he started to play and play regularly, he you, obviously you build up confidence as a player the more and more you play, and he he came in at time this season where I think we were kind of struggling a bit mm-hmm. in midfield I think Dembello was out and we, had, we hadn't seen Wanyama for nearly two seasons mm-hmm. um, so I think that he he learned to do a job and I think that the more and more he's grown in confidence and actually I think he's definitely in the running for our player of the season I think he's been outstanding actually yeah. um, my, while we're just talking about the right back thing because I, yeah. I literally have these debates constantly like with all my friends because I've got people telling me that Aurier is better and I just personally I don't see it but what does Walker Peters have to do to get in with a shout or something
0: I think again what we don't realise Monsieur Pochettino and the coaching staff see these players and they say you know you had to win the right to play at the weekend it's all about the training they see these players week in week out when a Vincent Janssen is not anywhere near the squad although he's been called back into the Premier League squad now because we, we need the players and you've got fans go, he should be. he's seeing this week in week out you know we know he's a great coach he obviously realises he's not ready for this not ready for that obviously Walker Peters made the error against Palace playing on the wrong side of the defence admittedly hand up he's still young and raw mm. you know all these sort of players certain players like the Onomas that have gone out on loan you just have to b- believe in Potch who sees it and the fact that again Sissoko was sitting there going what's he seeing this guy we don't get it why is he we well, can week, week out and then you suddenly realize no you're right he is the one getting the ball from the defense he is the one driving forward mm. and you suddenly go oh, okay I, I now see what he's doing and I think that's it more than anything you just got to accept that Potch kind of knows what he's doing. Yeah, and, and I think he signed a five-year deal. Walker yeah, Peters yeah.
3: last year. The, the Potch wouldn't allow that, or Levy wouldn't allow that if he didn't think, "Well, this guy is going to be, yeah. you know, the future of uh, in that position." Because he's let others go. When you think, mm. "Oh, well,
0: you know," but it's so difficult now because, like, low players, you need to give them a run on the team. he's going on the team? Premier League, you don't allow that to happen around the team mm. if you're not playing well or you've got bigger names ahead
2: of you, I think. Well, no, I mean, there's still that thing, you've got to go with your strongest side and Carl walker Peters, as, as you say, he's still young, he's learning. Mm. He's going to get that experience by coming on late on in the game occasionally or playing in the cup games. But being around that first-team squad, he's going to learn a hell of a lot mm. and learning from Poch, is, there's no better man for yeah. him to learn from
0: yeah anyway we, we better wrap this up I just looked at the time we've literally all got homes to go to thank you so much for listening uh, it's been a great show tonight don't forget we are here next week don't forget go to season.spurshow.net and patreon.com spurshow for more stuff for now, Abby, thank you so much for coming on again. Thank you for having me. Wonderful show, wonderful guest again. Rob, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for the wine. Uh, my pleasure, my <laughs> pleasure. We're not sponsored by them, so I'm not going to mention the name. And Dave, thank you so much for coming on again.
2: Thank you, Mike. Always thank a pleasure.
0: you. Good. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Come on, you Spurs.
3: Today.
0: We have some very exciting Spurs show news. We have launched extra shows in addition to our free weekly podcast. You can now receive a daily Spurs news update show, meaning you don't have to trawl through all the back pages and the ridiculous football websites every day. We now do it for you giving you at four o'clock every day all the updated Spurs news. You'll also receive a post-match report on each game within an hour of the game finishing, handy for matches you can't attend and you want a Spurs-biased match report. In addition, there's brand new Spurs audio content from us and new regular contributors who are well-known writers on Tottenham Hotspur, Already available is a Spurs miniseries from Mark Lucero, a documentary on Bobby Buckle and Vivian Wedwood from Andy Greaves, an interview with Mike Varney, and Spurs Academy match reports from Ray Lowe, with new Spurs audio content imminent, updating all the time. There's some very exciting ex-player interviews on the way. Basically, it's like the Spurs Netflix, away from the anti-Spurs media bias we've got to enjoy in the press every single day. So just go to patreon.com Spurs show and become part of it all and support the podcast that's patreoncom spur show this week's spurs show is brought to you by the global football academy four residential academies in the uk holland and the usa top facilities uefa coaches pro matches scouts and scholarships go to timeoutsoccer.com for more details on this day, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg, on one on the on this day, January the 20th, right. 1951, on this day, January the 14th, on win 1978, win. a jump. On this day, race, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut for... Spurs. If you're interested in the history, landmarks and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. and White Hart Lane and Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embarked on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by, exclusively available at patreoncom show. patreoncom Spurs slashspurs slash
2: The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks.
0: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network.